Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. We'll be discussing season four, episode 18, titled Skip. Yet another very, very good episode that has a lot going on. Good God, this episode is packed. I will try to go through all the various plot lines as quickly as possible, but Jesus Christ, it, there's so much happening here. So we'll start off. By talking about our new number, uh, this time around we are following a hostess at a poker room. At least, that's who she pretends to be for about two minutes until she starts beating the crap out of her boss, getting into a massive fight with Reese, and taking his badge and escaping. So, yeah, suffice it to say, more than meets the eye here. <laughs> just, uh, just slightly. And we look for her for a while, and eventually we catch up to her, and after we sit down with her for a bit, we find out that she is a bounty hunter. Uh, this dude she beat up and is tracking down is a crime boss who is out on bail and skipped town. And is now trying to leave the country. So, now we gotta hunt this dude down. Now we gotta find this guy and bring him in. And it turns out, not only is he looking for identification to cross the border, but he is getting it. From Harper. Remember Harper? Back from the weed episode? Well, she's back. And she's helping this dude to escape the law. So we now gotta follow her and we gotta find out, like, where she stashed this guy. Where she took him. Where she's holding him. Before she gets this guy the identification necessary to get out of the country. To uh, get out of America. But while they're doing this. So they're following Harper's car. And it turns out Harper gave it to some random dude on the street. To throw Reese off the scent. But Reese and this bounty hunter, they're following this car that then gets attacked... By this other group of mobsters. And Reese and our bounty hunter have to rescue this guy before they eventually get captured themselves. Uh, So they're captured by this dude's business partner. Uh, Apparently he kind of screwed them over. 
uh, suffice it to say, uh, he's got a lot of information on him, a lot of information that can put this dude behind bars. And so there's this big moment where Reese and our bounty hunter friend are getting interrogated. Eventually, they're able to escape. And I especially adore this moment, this incredible, incredible action sequence where Reese and this bounty hunter are fighting uh, these two thugs from opposite sides of a butcher counter while they're handcuffed. So they're like, their hands are dragging across the butcher counter and they're beating the crap out of these guys like while just literally tethered to one another. It's awesome. It's a brilliant action sequence that's choreographed and staged so freaking perfectly. It's so good. It's so freaking phenomenal. But then she abandons him again, cuffs him to a freezer door, and it's just gone. So now we gotta find our number and uh, this crime boss trying to escape the country. Eventually, we're able to find where uh, where he's sashed. We're able to find this abandoned business that he used to operate. In the city. And that's where he is. We also find out that he killed an accountant. Killed an accountant under his command. And that accountant has the same name as our bounty hunter's brother. Who she told Reese about uh, how, uh, how he... Taught her a bunch of things and how he looked and how she looked up to him and all that. And then he died. So our bounty hunter's brother got killed by this uh, crime boss. And now she's looking for revenge. We've been thinking about this woman as the victim the entire time, but she is actually, in fact, the perpetrator. And so, we end up getting this brilliant confrontation. Harper initially shows up to hand off ID, and the dude tries to pay her with information on his business partner. And she's like, no, I deal in cash. What the hell is this bullshit? And the dude's like, well, oh well, guess uh, guess no deal, or guess uh, you just gotta deal with that, or guess I gotta kill you, like just... This is completely dissolved. This business arrangement has completely dissolved. And then our bounty hunter shows up. And is like staging the scene so that it looks like she killed him in self-defense. Like just gun to his head ready to murder him. Then Reese shows up. Stops her. Dude escapes and ends up putting a gun at Harper's head. So he's dragging Harper away as Reese and our bounty hunter go after him. And this business partner guy shows up with a bunch of dudes with guns shooting up the entire place. And it's like this big, massive, like, three-way battle. Four-way, if you count Reese and our bounty hunter as two separate sides 
uh, like this massive battle over this dude. And eventually Harper steps out and is like, okay, wait a minute. So this is all gone out of hand. I think we it got away from all of us. I think we've all kind of lost the thread of what's happening here. Let's make a deal. You, business partner, here's this info that he gave me that could send you to prison. You get it and leave. You, crime boss who I'm trying to get out of the country, that's not happening anymore. You're either walking out of here arrested or dead. Choose arrested. And stand the hell down. You, Reese. Well, okay, she's still calling him Riley. You, Riley. Let the mob boss guy go. He hasn't killed anyone. And then you, bounty hunter. Don't kill this dude. Just let him get arrested. Okay? We all good? Awesome. F off now. And, like... She just diffuses the entire situation and then immediately goes back on all of it when it's revealed that she switched out the real thumb drive for a fake thumb drive. Also, Reese arrests this <laughs> this partner immediately. Like, as soon as he leaves. Uh, it's great. Uh, but everything's all good. Our guys are arrested. Uh, we say goodbye to our bounty hunter, like, justice has been served, blah, 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 all that. But there's still one little thread of how Harper got the job of getting this dude out of the country. Turns out, she was contacted not long after the stuff with Dominic went down by someone who we know as an alias of the machine. Harper is getting texts and jobs from the machine. So the machine was pulling the strings on this whole number. Okay. Cool. So there's that. And it's clear that Harper doesn't know the machine exists, because it's like, oh, I got a text from this guy named Thornhill, and Thornhill being the alias of the machine. But, she's getting jobs from the machine. Which is interesting. Meanwhile, Finch is dealing with the payoff to the Hong Kong operation he pulled off way back when. This was like a couple weeks ago in real time. Uh, This woman, Beth, comes back. Uh, They have their little coffee date. Uh, We find out that her algorithm that she had is definitely going to Samaritan. And the plan here, essentially, is Finch installed, like, a Trojan horse on uh, her algorithm, on her programs, and is going to activate it, 
and then it will, once it goes into Samaritan, steal little pieces of information so that they can gain an edge in the fight against Samaritan. However, a sort of monkey wrench gets thrown into this whole machine when her number comes up literally as soon as Finch sits down with her. Like, literally the exact second that Finch sits down with her, the machine spits out her number. So he gets help from Root, and the two of them sort of spy on her and figure out where the threat is coming from. And now we have this very interesting conflict of like, okay, so this woman's tied to Samaritan. Is the threat from Samaritan or is the threat from somewhere else? Well, it can't be exactly from Samaritan because that would mean like that Finch would already be dead. Uh, And there's this guy, uh, apparently next husband of this woman's, Showing up and uh, getting into very heated confrontations with her. And so, okay, maybe that's where the threat's coming from. Maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe that's what's going on. And Root basically puts Finch's mind at ease. It's like, okay, it's not because of Samaritan. It's not because of Samaritan. It's all good. Uh, We just have to deal with this ex-husband. And then Root sneaks into Beth's room with the intention of poisoning her. Turns out, Root was the one watching Beth. Root was the one that saw Finch sit down with her. And she decided in that moment to kill Beth. In order to save Finch, because if Finch went through with his plan, he would very likely get discovered and very likely get killed. So Root just... And by the way, it comes out as Finch is confronting her over this that the machine did not ask her to do this. In fact, the machine did just the opposite. The machine flat out said, don't do this. Bad idea. And it was like, no, I can't lose Finch. I can't lose Finch and Shaw. And so she just lashed, is lashing out and is launching this plan to kill Beth with this toxin. With this neurotoxin that she scored. And the two of them are in an argument. Finch is trying to get her to stop this. Like, no, 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 don't do this. This is, we have to do this. We have to do this plan. And I won't let this woman die. I care about this woman, genuinely. Like, I'm not going to let her be killed. And Ruth's like, like, no, no. She will get you killed. She will get you killed. She will get you killed. I can't lose you. And then Finch, like the badass that he is, takes Root's toxin and just drinks it. So now he is dying. And it's like, I'm not going to get help. I'm not going to get help. I'm not going to get help until you promise not to kill her. I'm not going to get help until you promise not to kill her. If I'm dead, then it doesn't matter. You can just let her live. 
And Root eventually is like, okay, okay, I won't kill her. I won't kill her. Just let let me get you help. And then they get out of there, like, as Beth is coming back in. As Beth is walking back to her room. So, the assassination attempt is no longer a thing. But... Root still will not let this plan go forward. Will not let Finch put his life in, at risk. And forges a document from his college email saying, Hey, just so you know, this woman falsified data, blah, 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 trying to discredit her. So that Beth will blow up at Finch and say, What the hell? You've destroyed me, blah, 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 blah. Like you've ruined my reputation. And slam the door in his face and he won't get to activate his Trojan horse. And just in case that fails, the activator is destroyed. So Finch has no chance of activating this Trojan horse. His plan has failed. All those months and months and months and months and months and months and months of planning. This long con he had developed was all for naught. The Trojan horse will not be activated inside Samaritan, and they will not get the little bits of its code to take it on, to get an edge over it. Finch is not happy about this, to say the least. I mean, he's too... He's too good of a human being to just flat out yell at Root and tell her, get out, you're you're the worst, blah, blah, blah. He basically does, like, the very polite... I don't want to see you for a while. Finch is the best human. We should all be more like Finch, quite honestly. If everyone in this world was like Finch... Okay, we'd have a lot of AIs. If everyone had the moral compass of Finch, let's say, (laughs) the world would be a better place. Maybe not... If we had 7 billion Finches, we'd have 7 billion all-powerful AIs battling for control over the human race. And we don't want that. But you know what I mean. (laughs) Also, uh, last little subplot to talk about here. So, Reese runs into his therapist, Iris, and Iris just flat out, like, out of nowhere says, like, Hey, um, so, I have to end our sessions. We're done. We're not, uh, we're not doing this anymore. And Reese is like, um, okay. Why? And Iris is like, uh, no reason. Uh, shut up. And eventually, like, we're left with this lingering question the entire time, and at the end of the episode, it is revealed that, um, the reason Iris, uh, cut off the sessions was because she has feelings for him of a romantic nature, which is super unethical for a therapist and her patient. And Iris confesses this to Reese. And then they immediately start a, uh, a secret relationship. Because, why not? Why not? I mean, honestly, they need a break. (laughs) Reese especially needs a break after everything he's been, like, he needs a win. (laughs) He needs a win so bad. So yeah. 
oh so much happening this episode. And we only got four episodes left in the season. We are coming up on the end of this penultimate season. So get ready. Uh, the next four days, they're going to be something, man. They are going to be something. Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives. You can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 19. Talk to you then.